This podcast is brought to you by Mercer, an industry leader helping organizations create the digital advantage in the now of work. Thanks for being here and enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, this is Jason Averbrook, your host for What's Up With Work Tech. Really excited about this podcast as we continue to dive into the world of HR tech, or what we like to call work tech, the impact that technology is having on work, the workforce, and how we in HR think about how do we provide the best resources for humans. Now today, what I want to talk about is this concept of being digital. Every HR organization in the world today should be in the process of reimagining itself with the tools that are available today, the technology that's available today, the expectations of the workforce today. We must be digital, not do technology projects. Now, a lot of you say, what does that mean? We're digital. We've spent a lot of money on technology. It's really important to understand that digital doesn't equal technology alone. Digital is a mindset. There's four key components that are really, really important for everyone as we think about what is digital. And in order to be digital, you need to understand these four components. The first component is making sure that you have a digital first mindset. Now, what does that mean, a digital first mindset? We're going to spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about these things. And this podcast is designed to be quick for you to share with executives. But a digital first mindset, there's really five key things I'm going to talk about. The first is obsession with employees. What we do in human resources is for the human. And how do we make sure that what we design is designed with the employee, manager, and leader in mind? So employee, manager, team member obsession. Second, everything that we do involves data. In order to be digital and have that mindset, data-driven decision-making is key. The third component of mindset is this concept of comfort with ambiguity. Constant change. We're never done. This isn't the world of implementing a system and then moving on to the next. Continuous improvement, testing, tuning, training the system to meet the person where they are. Comfort with ambiguity and new innovations going on. Fourth, a growth mindset. Learning new skills, expanding knowledge, and breaking through opportunities to reimagine how we do things. Not transform, one and done, constantly, perpetually reimagining. And fifth, collaboration, breaking down the walls so that we're really thinking about east-west thinking, not north-south thinking. Those are the five components required in mindset, as well as getting rid of the concept of going live and really focusing on go begin, what we like to call it. Go begin. That's when we get to the starting line. The second component after mindset is to understand our audience. If we're going to be truly obsessed with our employees, we have to understand them, what they're thinking, how they're feeling, how they like to work. So a key component of being digital is truly understanding the audience, how they like to work, what tools they like to use, how can we meet them where they are, okay? This is the concept of personas. 
understanding where their roadblocks are. Now, for those of you that say we've got personas, there's a lot of organizations that we work with that have personas, but don't actually design their journeys and processes with those personas in mind. They use their personas for change, which is good. But we should use personas to design. So if I know, for example, I had a call with a client earlier this week where we were talking about the fact that they're deploying capabilities via mobile devices. And almost all of their workforce is deskless. So what does that mean? I need to think through the fact that they're deskless, A, but it's not just pushing technology to them. It's helping understand when they get that technology downloaded to their app, through an app, what do they do if they can't figure it out? What's their journey look like? They just say, oh, I can't figure it out, so I give up. Do I have a way to get them to the next spot? This is the concept we're going to talk about next, which is the concept of, which is number three of journeys. But make sure if we're going to be obsessed with our employees and designing for them, we have to understand them, how they work, what they're thinking about, what their frustrations are, and to continually involve them. Please don't call these people users. These are humans. Human-centric design. We don't say user-centric design. We say human-centric design. Designing with our human in mind requires understanding them. The third piece of digital, so we've talked about mindset, that's number one. We've talked about audience, that's number two. The third piece of digital is to make sure that you understand and that when we build our strategies, we understand that processes are designed to generate data, which is so, so important. But journeys, journeys are designed to generate feelings. And when we think about wanting employees to engage, being obsessed with employees, making sure that employees feel that tools and resources are designed for them, guess what? They need to be led on a journey, monitor how they feel, and then make continuous improvements to that journey. No one wants just a bunch of processes pushed out to them and teach them how to use those processes. It, it, that won't work in today's world. When we get to a process mentality, that process mentality is for us in HR. It's how do we get things done? The journey mentality is for the employee, the manager, and the leader, and ties back to obsession. And our goal is how do we build a journey that's a minimum lovable journey, not a minimum viable journey. Minimum viable journeys don't complete the sentence. Minimum lovable journeys complete the sentence and measure the impact. And measure the impact. And the impact should be our measure of success. So how do we want our people to feel? We want them to feel great. We want them to feel like in striving engagement for them. So the third, processes and journeys. Make sure you do journey maps. Make sure you understand 
how to design for journeys with the persona in mind back to the mindset that you set out. And then lastly, the technology, an important component of digital, but that's what fuels, that's what fuels our success going forward. Okay, so when we think about that, what is the right technology? How do we configure the technology? How do we leverage the technology to bring, to bring our concept, our strategy, our vision to life? That's what makes up digital. Okay, the concept, these four things, the mindset and the vision, having an aligned mindset and aligned vision and making sure that we have everyone bought into it. The second, making sure we understand our people, how they work, personas. The third, thinking about processes and journeys. And then fourth, the technology. How do we make sure we leverage the technology in a right way? So really, really important for everything we're going to talk about in the What's Up With Work Tech podcast weekly is to remember that digital doesn't equal technology. Digital is a mindset and digital is something that needs to be, be the way we in HR operate in 2023 and beyond. So oftentimes the next part that I want to talk about is people say we have a digital strategy in HR. I'll oftentimes ask and will oftentimes ask, show us your digital strategy. And what it is, is a technology project plan. Now, remember what we just talked about. Digital doesn't equal technology. A digital strategy includes all of those components that I just talked about. Mindset, audience, journey, and technology. When someone gives you a technology project plan, all that is is a technology plan, not a digital strategy. So in order to be successful, digital strategies are key. Now, what's important to include in a digital strategy? Those four things I talked about, but also starting to think about how do we drive continuous innovation? How do we measure success? And how do we realize that things like generative AI are going to keep coming at us faster than ever? And those need to be embedded and infused into our digital strategy as they come out. Going forward in this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about new technologies. Not generative AI specifically, but new vendors, new products in this space to help HR be digital. But once again, the goal is not just getting the technology implemented. The goal is making sure that we're driving outcomes tied back to our larger HR strategy, which in today's world has to, has to infuse digital thinking. Our roadmap. Our digital HR strategy has to be prioritized. Now, what does that mean, prioritized? It's not just the order in which you do things. That's an example of prioritization. 
But we have to ask ourselves this question. What do we want to be great at this year versus what is it okay to be performing at this year? And start to bite off these pieces in much more agile, quick deployment type models. Not, it's going to take three years to do this. We'll flip it on and see if it works. So the digital strategy has to involve what do we want to be great at this year and push to test, learn, experiment, and get something out there. That's how we're going to grow. Okay, so the component that I'm talking about when we think about that is how do I prioritize and make sure that everyone's on the same page about what we want to be great at versus what it's okay to be performing at. Another key component of your digital strategy is this concept of changefulness. Now, a lot of people say, oh, changefulness, here we go, change management again. There's a big difference between changefulness and change management when it comes to being digital. Changefulness is opening the minds, opening the minds of the employee, the manager, the leader, opening the minds of people in HR to the point of adaptability. What that means is unlearning. Opening the minds to the point of adaptability means unlearning and realizing that I need to have an open mindset so that when I start to push out my new strategy, my new tools, my new resources, guess what? I have an open mind to accept them, embrace them, market them, and champion them. But most organizations, unfortunately, what they do is they jump right to change management. And I try to push change management on people that aren't ready to change. If I push change management tools and training on people that aren't ready to change, guess what? They're not going to change. And what are we going to do? We're going to blame the technology. Once again, another example about why digital doesn't equal technology. Digital change versus technology change are two different things. Digital changefulness, digital mindset versus technology change management are two different things. And in today's world, it's so important as we're gonna go through this concept of perpetual reimagining how our function works and how our function serves our people. The last component that I want to talk about when it comes to digital is this concept of understanding that in HR, we oftentimes design and deploy things based on these things called COEs, centers of excellence or centers of expertise. If we take a traditional example of a center of excellence, the center of excellence owns strategy, policy, and delivery. If every single COE within your organization is responsible for delivery, guess what? It's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to taste different. It's going to smell different to the employee. And guess what? The employee doesn't care about our COEs. The employee more than ever just wants to get something done. Realize 2023 outside of work, what year does it feel like inside of work? 
look at what our employees are using today with generative AI prompts. They're not saying go to one tool to prompt me on music selection, another tool to prompt me on art, another tool to prompt me on math, another tool to prompt me on science. They're using one prompt. And that prompt is reasoning and getting them to where they are. Now, what that means is that we in HR and HR technology and work technology need to design working east-west, not north-south. COEs work north-south. They try to break through. They try to share across COEs, but oftentimes they work north-south. That's not digital thinking. North-south COEs are not digital thinking. Digital equates to east-west thinking, where I think about the overall impact to the employee, the overall impact to the leader, the overall impact to data, the overall impact to a journey, which, by the way, most journeys cross COEs if they're done right, the overall impact to the employee experience. Now, throughout the work that we do in the What's Up With Work Tech podcast, we are going to talk about product. We're going to talk about what's new in this industry, but we are always going to tie it back to the East-West, to the digital equation for success that I walked through earlier. Once again, mindset, audience, journey, and technology. We will always tie it back to that. Even if we're just talking about a technology, a piece of technology is cool. But guess what? If I don't deploy it, not implement it, if I don't deploy it in a way that works east-west, we're wasting or squandering an amazing opportunity when it comes to technology. This first episode of the What's Up With Work Tech podcast, we didn't dive into product. We didn't dive into some technology advancements. And that's intentional. It's intentional because we want you to start with thinking digital. We want you to shift from doing technology projects to being digital, to being a digital function. We want to help drive that self-awareness and the growth required in order to truly be digital. We want you to share this with your leaders and help your HR leadership team understand that this is no longer an IT thing only. IT is there to enable the technology, but our HR leaders today have to be digital. They have to think digital. They have to strategize in a digital way. Otherwise, the way that we work today, which is trying to balance economics and empathy and scale that on a global basis, that cannot happen without HR being digital. Not doing technology, but being digital. Now, I hope I didn't rant too much here, but this is the most important concept to get in mind so that everything else that we talk about weekly on this podcast resonates and sits under that umbrella 
sits under that umbrella that as an HR function, let's turn that around and talk about RH, resources for humans. Our job is to think about in the context of digital, not just count on the technology. We put way too much weight on technology. And when we do that, the technology never meets our expectations. We can't wait for future episodes of this podcast. Every week, we will talk about what's going on in the space, what you can do to experiment with the space, but most importantly, share examples and use cases where people are succeeding in this space to help you build your business case, to help you think about how this can save your organization dollars, but most importantly, how it can make the workforce and your HR function as efficient and effective as humanly possible. Thank you so much for joining. I hope this is helpful. Leave comments as always in the chat. Share this podcast. Share this podcast with leaders. It's designed to be short, sweet, impactful with things that you take away. And the takeaway from episode one, be digital. Don't just do technology. Thanks all. Look forward to talking soon. Have a great one. Bye-bye. If you have questions or are looking for more information, reach out at the link in our bio. We can't wait to connect with you.